0: Hi, this is Jordan Shively. Hi, this is Brock Wilber. And you're listening to Carrying Into the Void, the podcast where we get together, tell each other about a weird or kind of dark story we've heard, and then we try to find that silver lining and flip it around. It
1: might not be positive, but it'll at least be productive. How you doing this week, Brock? Boy, howdy. I am uh, productive, if not positive. Living, living our dream here. So... This week, I have a story called The Devil Came to
0: Groton. This is more of a series of historical facts of things that were recorded to have happened and that we can maybe learn from them than a complex tale of terror. Okay. In 1671, there was a town in Massachusetts Bay Colony named Groton. Groton sucked if you weren't a white Protestant man. Women were made to work long, grueling hours and treat it more like possessions than anything resembling an equal. In Groton, there was also a man named Samuel Willard. He was a young and privileged and Harvard-educated. He was known for fiery sermons and a hard-line stance on witchcraft and devil worship. In fact, two years after the time of this story, he would travel to Salem to help with their supposedly growing witch problem. Also in Groton, and in fact, in Willard's employ as a household maid, also lived a young woman named Elizabeth Knapp. It was in the October in 1671, the day before Halloween, that Elizabeth began to complain about aches and pains. She also said she felt a great pressure around her throat, as if she was being strangled. I know, same girl, same
1: Oh, my God. Sorry, I wasn't ready for that.
0: Elizabeth then began to suffer seizures, fits of screaming, and bouts of deep sadness. And apparently, she began seeing things as well. Um, Considering her status in life, I'm not surprised that she had great bouts of deep sadness. She said she saw people who no one else could see walking around and even a man floating over her bed. This might seem like something that would signify some sort of mental illness, but instead remember that a common belief at this time was that witches could bilocate to harass people and carry out dark errands. Hey, we brought, brought location back. Yeah, bringing it back. Yay! So really, the accusation here was that a servant of the devil had come to Groton. Samuel Willard observed Elizabeth's behavior studiously, even taking notes. He claimed it was as if another voice, a new voice, was projecting from Elizabeth, and she would fall to the floor so violently that once she almost fell directly into the fireplace. He also reported that he would repeat the words money, sin, misery over and over. And then three days after these events had begun, Elizabeth began to confess things. She confessed a whole bingo
1: card of diabolical sins. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's an excellent turn of phrase. Way to go, buddy.
0: (laughs) She had everything from meeting with the devil and signing his book to a blood covenant to destroy men like Samuel Willard, which, you know, that sounds pretty rad. She spoke of sealing the devil's pact in her own bed and would contort so violently that it would take several men to hold her down. All this time, Willard watched and took notes. Then on November 28th, a month after the first symptoms, Elizabeth had a seizure that lasted 48 hours before she collapsed into a catatonic state, where she lay silent for 10 days until she awoke on December 8th. Willer continued to record more of the previous sort of outburst from Elizabeth for the next month, and never records any mention of a cessation of this behavior. It was his belief that that her manifestation was true evidence of her being the target of witchcraft and devilry. A victim, not the victimizer. The only other time Elizabeth's name is seen in public record is two years later, when she at the age of 19 marries a man named, and I shit you not, Samuel Scripture. Because that doesn't sound depressing. <laughs> so, there we have it. The list of occurrences that end it with a possession far darker than that of the devil. The only possession Elizabeth ever suffered from was the one the Puritans held as the true sin for a woman, that of self-possession. Because, for a while, Elizabeth seemed like she had had enough with the silent drudgery that filled her days. She, an illiterate servant girl, who normally would be unseen and voiceless, stood up and demanded to be known, to be seen, and to quit suffering in silence. Instead, she bared her teeth and she thrashed and wailed and made others take her into account, even if only for the span of a few months. And then, as still today, the world around her beat her back, convinced her to be quiet, it smothered her, and it silenced her back into the role it deigned to give her. And that is the true lingering horror of the time the devil came to Groton. So, that goes directly into the moment. The world will try and speak for you. It will give you a path and tell you to walk it. It will expect you to keep your head down and remain silent, remain unseen. But you're not going to do that, are you? You have a voice inside of you, and you have a hunger that will not be denied. And you will thrash and scream. You will be heard. Whatever forces that are out there that scare those that would hold you down, those are your friends. Reach out to them. Take their dark hymns and sing them into the faces of those around you. Bear your teeth. Spit blood and curses and watch them cower as your voice becomes something that can never be ignored. Yay! And then it's like the devil mic drop. Oh, that was the devil mic dropping? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So yeah, that was one of those little, like, historical mentions of, like, supposed witchcraft, which just seems to be someone having had enough and, you know, having, like, maybe an emotional breakdown over the fact that they've been keeping themselves silent for so long. And not much has changed.
1: Love to be relevant. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty relevant. So what do you have this week? boy uh mine's mine's just reg- regular old non-hurtful spooky stuff uh <laughs> uh mine's uh outside of St. Louis, Missouri uh in uh, St. Charles County in uh, 1941 the government built a water purification plant uh, that was originally called Water Treatment Plant number 2 it is this giant uh, I think brutalist architecture would 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 cover this. It looks like the high rise from the movie High Rise. It's it's just out of goddamn control. How bleak and and weird and dark it is. And amazing. Uh, and it is a water treatment plant. Uh, and they shut it down after like four or five years in 1946, uh, and then they just left it there. They just left this building there, uh, and this building uh, for 50 years has become just this hub of criminal and Satanist activity uh, and, and stuff like it's, it is, it is built for urban legends because I've seen videos of people walking through it and it is, you, you look at it and you're like, that's a big spooky building, but it's also a water treatment plant. So it has a dozen sub basements and each sub basement are these giant sprawling. Like it looks like, uh that's the stuff that you look at online of, of like abandoned malls in other countries that are just it goes on forever. It looks like the set for an alien movie. Uh from the Aliens franchise, like the Alien 4 should have been set here. Uh and and or or it looks like a little like The Last of Us, like a little bit of the plant life has reclaimed it, but not enough yet. And it just keeps going and going. So uh, that sounds awesome. It's just off Highway 94. Uh and uh over the years uh, thrill seekers go in there and and there is uh, a big problem. Some call it the, uh, the Echo Dome and others call it the Aqua Dome, uh, which is why they combined it into the Equa Dome, uh, <laughs> which is not the greatest. No. <laughs> uh, but a lot of people have talked about how uh, there's there's problems around there. And there are uh, there are documented police reports involving the police going out there with some frequency just to be like, what's up around here? And they would find. Uh, cats that had been sacrificed and the cat bodies would have uh, burnt wax around them as if somebody had burned candles uh, over the dead bodies. So it's like, yeah, that's got a very specific sort of thing. It really lends into the satanic panic. But um, they were also looking for a full-on cult uh, that was uh, running around in the area at the time. Uh, And some people in 1988 claimed to be devil worshippers that were trying to do a human sacrifice there. Uh, But then later the police tried to say... You know, I know that we said that in the police report, but that that might have gotten blown out of proportion. Uh, But but the thing that has been uh, that has happened over the years uh, is that um, a number of teenagers have died on the on the site because they went in there like fucking around at night and being like, let's see what's in here. Kids fell and were impaled uh, by sewer metal uh, like didn't like die, but like a lot of like broken legs and a lot of like bloodshed and a lot of things that were just like, what is this? So, uh, they were feeding it. They were, yes, they were just feeding the energy uh, constantly. And, and like people have gone in over time and they were like, you know, people said that there's these bloodstains everywhere. I think, uh, based on my observations, it's just uh spray painting. Uh, so anyway, in 1998, uh, The uh, the the military uh, corps hired a demolishing crew to come in and demolish the water plant. And they put a load of explosives in the towers and set them off. But the towers didn't fall. They just moved over about a foot and set back down. These these were lime towers that were built with enforcing rockets and thick concrete. Uh, One one tower took over three full blasts for it to finally topple. Uh, and it just kept ex- the rest of the building just kept absorbing hit after hit. So they kind of just gave up on it. Uh, got, it's got, it's got them good blood foundations. Yeah. got them blood foundations. Got that, got that teen fear, uh, just cooling yeah. at the base, uh, in mm. one of the many liquid connecting. Uh, yeah. So that's just a, a hell of a thing. So they just gave up. They, they gave up and eventually they went back and they finished the job, but this was a couple of years ago, but thankfully it's, uh, it was long enough after YouTube was out that there's just so many videos of people walking around there and like, no one does weird ghost huntery jokey stuff. Like everyone seems to get inside like, and then just shuts the fuck up. Cause they're like, yeah, <laughs> something's, something's real wrong here. And I don't even want to talk about it. So all the videos are like just deathly silent. Uh, and I sent, before we started, <coughs> I sent Jordan a screen grab of one of the shots where they go down into one of the tunnels. Uh, and it's clear that this is supposed to be shelving but the shelves are all gone and it's just the shelf support units and and that that whole hallway just looks like it's a hallway covered in spikes that are definitely going to start closing in the moment you enter it's one of the scariest things i've ever seen and it clearly just happened by accident no one went about trying to build a spike hallway but there it is i i if it was still up i would be driving to it right now i am so excited by this building and i i do love that it has a name that is just a a combination of two dumb words. Like they're like, I don't know. Maybe that building deserves a pun, that building that we can't seem to kill. Uh, So I don't know. It's got everything I love. The the spikes just look like some nice vintage shelving that needs to be reclaimed and upcycled. (laughs) So here's a, here's the caring (laughs) moment. What purpose do you serve? What purpose did you serve? Form and function are so often intertwined, but sometimes a form fits in a later function in a different time, in a better place, and better than its original purpose. Mortals can't grasp the evolving needs of our world and how those will bend in even a decade. So build yourself sturdy, strong, and full of perilous traps. Anything that's strong and fearsome will always have a place in this world. And if it does not now, merely lie in wait. Your time will come. And in the meantime, you can fuck with some teens, and that's always pretty fun. I kind of wish I could go there. I wish I could go there too. <laughs> I was actually pretty sure that when I brought up a, a St. Louis one, that it might have been something that you'd heard of, but I, I suppose that that was gone before your time.
0: Yeah, probably. And also, it's, and I probably get there and just be like, oh God, stairs? Really? <laughs> we used to not be this old. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. We just definitely, it probably would have at one point been like,
0: fuck yeah, stairs.
1: Oh, and, and there's so many parts of it, like in the videos and stuff, where there's clearly like, uh, Just giant gaps where there used to be floor, but you can't, like. uh, Oh, nope, nope, nope. I do not fucks with jumping over big dark holes. Oh, well, that's what makes it so great. Like, clearly, people went through and, like, set up stuff. Like, there's, there's, like, pieces of wood, like, bridging these gaps. And I was like, it's weirder that somebody brought the wood in to be able to do that, but also that you would trust that somebody didn't fuck with you in that situation. Like, yeah, yeah, this wood's probably sturdy over this giant dark pit. Filled with, like, the bones of youth and spikes. <laughs> the bones of youth? Not of youths. Uh, like, of youth. If, if, yeah. if youth itself had a bone. The, the, the skeleton of childhood. <laughs> okay, you can find me online at Brock Wilber. I've got some podcasts. Missouri Loves Company, The Coolest Kids, uh, Less Than Silent Hills. Jordan, where can people find you? You can find me online at at hottest
0: Singles on Twitter, the Dread Singles account, and VoidMerch.net. And where's your streaming show? My streaming show is on the Web DM on Twitch, and it is Wednesdays at night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time until the end of October. It is Invisible Sun from Monty Cook Games. I'm playing Noah Besden. I have way too many teeth, and I might have a penchant for eating books. Oh, my
1: God. I love my toothy book, boy.
0: <laughs> All right. So we'll see y'all next week. And until then, remember to keep your hearts dark and pure and your teeth
1: sharpened mini. All right. Thank you guys so much. Goodbye. Bye-bye.